We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go, Friday Night Knicks. Knicks lose another tough battle to the Toronto Raptors by the score of 118 and 112. CP from Knicks Fan TV, my man JLs from Nick at Time Show. JLs is this game almost had the same tone as the first game in Toronto where the Knicks came out to that hot start. Raptors got were well, ice cold. Raptors bench yeah. came in and and led yeah. the way. And uh and they the, the the Knicks came out of the half down six points. Raptors were able to bump it up to 10 in the fourth quarter, man. But the Knicks battled. Mm-hmm. The Knicks battled back to eventually tie the game. We just could not close it, man. What what happened down the stretch? What did you see down the stretch? Why we couldn't get this thing done, man? Oh, man, good game overall. But I, I felt like the second unit in the third quarter let go of the rope a little bit yeah the, the, the defensive pressure of the right and, and the first half they had it going but second second half they didn't yeah, yeah i seen some people on people kind of debating no yeah the the, the, the the first half the second unit kept the lead uh they, i mean i think they they had they were up by 10 when the second unit came in uh, when the second unit left they had it they were up by eight and but the third quarter is when raptors put their foot on the second unit's necks yeah People kind of look like they didn't know where to pass the ball. I saw some few turnovers from Frank was indecisive. Uh, uh, Portis, it was, it was kind of a little of a group effort there from that second unit. But um, Knicks kept it interesting, that's for sure. Knicks man. kept it interesting behind 21 points by whole team dot. Damian Dotson. And we're going to get to his end of the game, uh, you know, breakdowns. But listen. It, it it wouldn't have gotten to that point if he if he didn't have another solid game in a solid second half. I mean, Dotson yeah, once again, twenty one points, um, yeah. solid solid game from Dot. Man, what would you see from him out there tonight? This is the Dot I've been waiting for, man. This is the Dotson I have been waiting for. Free Dot forever. I I you know the shoulder injury. 
I felt like held him back from from getting to the shooting rhythm. I definitely feel like he's kind of the beneficiary of RJ getting injured because now I feel like he's getting more more you know more time to get minutes, more time to get into a flow. But I saw he was shooting with confidence. He was shooting quickly, and, and it carried on throughout the whole game. Twenty seven minutes a day, twenty seven minutes last game. He played well, man. He was super confident, man. He even shot a fadeaway two pointer over. Nasiakum, um, Ibaka. Yeah, it, that that was solid tonight. Uh, once again, filling in for RJ, who who's out with the ankle injury, so everybody's bumped up. But that has certainly been seizing those minutes, and it just makes you want to see him continue to get that in the future, even when RJ comes back. But right. this, it's gonna be hard. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. But this game was still to be had. JLs they tie the game at one hundred three with five minutes to go. But we just could not. It just seems like it just seemed like every time we try mm. to take that momentum, the Raptors would just get either yeah. a, a timely three, you know, yeah. get to the free throw line. Give credit to Lowry. He he really he was a floor general tonight for his team. And when definitely. his team needed him, he he definitely came through. But the last two plays was all Pascal Siaka, man. Five crucial points with under a minute to go, uh, which which ended in a three pointer. That was the dagger. That was the dagger, man. The three-pointer that Siakam hit with about, I believe, 30 seconds left, put the Raptors up by six, and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it, man. Yeah, like, it was some confusion on the defensive end. Uh, some crucial plays made. Uh, I think Portis made a blunder at the end of the game. Portis and Peyton. Peyton had the turnover. They they went mm-hmm. to Julius in the post for a post-up. Lowry strips him, um, and, 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 and I believe Peyton throws it away. Right. Try to get it back to Julius. He get throws it away, and then Portis uh, fouls Lowry off ball, uh, which is just pretty much threw the game away. At yeah, that point. yeah. And then there was also some weird pass where Portis floated a pass to Julius Randle. It took seemed like forever yeah. to get to him. I just knew it was going to be stolen. That turned into a turnover. But then there were two back to back Siakam scores where Dotson and Morris ended up on Siakam at the same time. Dotson left it two times for. For uh, Siakam get an open three and a dunk. Yeah. Uh, seemed like there might have been some miscommunication. Maybe Dotson thought that Morris was going to recover faster onto him, but Dotson left him open. Siakam hit the dunk and a sh- and three point shot, and that's all she wrote. That, that's all she wrote, man. Dotson that's gave it and took it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's questionable, you know, as to whose fault it was on the last play, which was the, the Siakam three pointer. It seemed like, you know, Dotson w- was. Uh, uh, trying to get back and recover right. on Van Vliet, and it seems like Mars was just a little bit too deep um, yeah. in his coverage, trying to cut off the drive and, and just left Siakam wide open for the three, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, because he did it two plays in a row, it makes me think that that's the Knicks scheme. Yeah. But Morris is just... Plus he's on a bum ankle, too. Huh? Plus he's on a bum ankle, too. That's, that's very true. He's on a bum, He is on a bum ankle, so maybe he's just slow to recover. He hasn't really... Fully, he's not 100 percent to kind of close out. That's that's also true. That's definitely also true. So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, tough again, loss, man. yeah, tough loss. Uh, you know, overall seven turnovers by the Knicks in the fourth quarter. You, you yeah. can't win against the world champs like this. This is this is a team that has chemistry. They have cohesion. Um, solid playing for the Raptors bench once again. Norman Powell, who came into the game averaging 20 points over his last six. 
uh, was lighting us up from three uh, on, on a couple of attempts. They had Ananobi with another clutch three in, in the fourth surge as well. So, you know, this, this is a good team, man. This is a good team. Very good team. Knicks played them tough for most for the most part, man. They got away from us and hit some touch, some clutch three point baskets, man. At the yeah. end, it was kind of nuts. I mean, this is these are why these guys are defending champs. People kind of laugh, and it was like they thought, oh, once Kawhi Leonard left, that these guys aren't going to be much. But if y'all remember last season when, when Kawhi was down, they were still a very formidable team. They were still, I think. Uh, over 500 with Kawhi, without Kawhi Leonard, so it's no surprise to me that these guys are this good. Yeah, I mean they're, they're just a well balanced team. I mean you you saw the difference from the first quarter on in their defensive intensity. I mean yeah. once they stepped it up, first of all they went to the zone, which which everybody knows is our is our weakness because once again between Peyton and Frank, you're just not getting enough quality shots from your guards. And Clyde even said it. Uh, on the on the telecast, he said, "Listen, when you when you when your starting point guard cannot shoot, it's an abomination." I don't know if that's yeah. the exact word that he said, but he was basically saying it's an indictment on the team because this is the guy that has the ball in his hands all the time. And the yeah. thing with the thing with Peyton is like, it's it's so hard to watch him because obviously we know what he is, right? To me, he's he's, yeah. he's a more of a backup point guard than not. And as much of a quality facilitator that he is. He still gave us, what, eight, nine dimes tonight, and he was... No, again, no, no, double-double from Peyton Double-double, all right, all right. Put some respect on the double-double. Yeah, 13 was hold he, on. He's still a liability on the offensive That's end, man. for sure, man. He's still a liability. I mean, he, he has no confidence in his shot. The defense has no respect for him. They're dipping below every screen because he, he's no threat. There was even a play down the stretch when the Knicks were trying to get back into the game where you had Morris and Peyton on, on the strong side. You had Portis wide open on the corner. They were yeah. double-teaming Morris. You had Portis wide open for three in the corner. Morris misses him and gives it to Peyton for a corner three who yeah. had, had no confidence in his shot, and they yeah. ended up uh, um, turning the ball over in a 24-second violation. So, you know, plays like that, it just it just kills you, man. He giveth and he taketh away, like Clyde says. Yeah, man, like they knew their personnel because they definitely were purposely leaving Alfred Payton wide open yeah. in, in those corner threes and doubling anybody else. And after Dawson went off, they was not leaving Hen open. It was not leaving Morris open. And that's that point where you, like, when you said you, you need a guard who can actually shoot. And that's yeah. what kind of been missing. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, you know, poor, and then Peyton ends up every time he shoots, you like, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, and, and, and sometimes he makes it in, man. Yeah, you're like, okay, like that little corner three that rattled in and out and then back in. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, you know, you just gotta live and die with it until you can do better. At this point, you, you know what I mean. But again, t- tough loss. Um. Who else? Uh, Marcus Morris, 21 points for Morris, 20 for Randall, both 17, 7 to 15 shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Bullock chipped in with 11 points, 4 of, four of 8 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. Thought Bullock had a better first half um, than, than he did in the second. Yeah, I mean, Dawson took all his minutes. <laughs> yeah, Dot did. Dot got 27 minutes. 27 minutes for Bobby Portis, Jay Ellis. Um, 12 yeah. points, 5 of 8 from the field, 1 for three, 3 for downtown. I was looking for more Mitch down the stretch. I mean, Portis did come up with a clutch three um, um, to to keep us close within the game. But again, you know that that Morris Randall Portis situation. I was looking for more Mitch there just to just to keep our defense 
Uh, yeah, I think what I think what happened was the coach noticed that the Raptors were like kind of not leaving Peyton at all. Like they were just letting him leaving him open for three. Yeah. So I think they had I think he had um I think he had Portis in there just for spacing just because they just realized this is we're not guarding Peyton. Yeah. But they didn't even have a prayer of any type of spacing that they needed a shooter at that center position. Good point. And it was like it was like do damn damage you dance you don't because Mitch was very active on the defensive end, uh, blocking shots and you know saving things and rotating. He was doing great for us there, but the spacing is just poor. Yep. Or when you can't do anything but dunk. Yo, yeah. Can you hear me? No. Yeah. Loud and clear. I got you now. I got you now. You were just right, you cool. were just frozen in the matrix for a second, man. But we got oh, you. Okay. We got you. We, <laughs> cool, we pulled cool. you out of it, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm here. Right. I'm here. Salute here. to everybody in the chat. Let's go to the phones. JJ from Brooklyn's up first. JJ, how you feeling, man? Yo, JL, CP, what up, man? What's good, bro? Yo, how you feeling, man? man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, listen, like you said, man, you stole what I was going to say, basically. Just the lack of shooting that point guard between Payne and Frank, it's it's just killer, man. Every time Randall's in the post, they just sag off our point guards and they double him. And yep. obviously, we know he doesn't kick it out of double team. He has no sense for it. Yeah. So, we might as well just have... play Trier because... Yeah, these two is our best point, our best shooter from the point guard position. You know what I mean? At least he'll be a threat to knock down a shot. Can't have Peyton. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult. It's a difficult decision because it's like obviously you know Peyton is your best facilitator of of any of the guards on the team, right? Yeah, and so you still need some sort of competence there. But I get it, man. I get it because sometimes you're just looking like, damn, we we sometimes we're literally four on five when when it comes to putting the ball in the hole. Exactly. That's I I I wish yeah Frank, and then just I wish I wish uh, yeah, December ahead, Frank would come back man or November Dallas Frank I need, <laughs> need we, Dallas Frank. we need Dallas Frank yeah he was one one for four tonight for Frank Laker game is building a brick house uh so ho- hopefully he, he drinks his confidence <laughs> juice and and, uh, and gets it together man for sure man yeah man let me ask you guys a question about i'm already looking ahead to the all season let me ask you this mm-hmm. what would you do obviously the first grading class isn't very good at all and obviously you know the creating class in two years is great so would you just basically do one-year deals again and just save all your cap space for two years from now at least you know i don't see anyone coming at least give yourself a, a slim chance and you know a couple of those stars in two years and just you know keep all the cap you know prepared for two years on a cap space? Well, I, I mean, you can you can try to, to, you know, get some draft capital for some of your cap, you know, if, if you let some of these guys go on that are on the one-year deals. Or you you, you, you see if, if there's yeah. a if there's a quality rotation piece that you might want to invest in for two years. You get, we got, let's, let's see what's out there. Take a look at the list a little bit further down the road. Oh, for for two years from yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, for for, so for bad, this coming man. up for this coming free agency, uh, JL. Oh, this coming free agency. Yeah. Oh, this coming free agency is wait. What the big names? Homie from from the Pelicans. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ingram. Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Who we have no shot at anyway. So I mean, I, I yeah, mean, yeah, no shot at that. Bogdanovich has been the a hot topic. Yeah. From Sacramento, um, I think everybody else is the Pips. We got the dude from um yo why I can't remember anybody here right now. I got from the Spurs, <laughs> who was traded from Toronto. Uh, uh, DeRozan. 
DeRozan. Who's having a good year. He's, he's right having an outstanding year this year. Yeah, he's turning it on right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, those might be the biggest names in the offseason. Might be DeRozan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. And that's, good going off, that's just going off the top. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Um, so Kevin Knox, we said, had a, got a, uh, 11 minutes tonight, right? And and the, the 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 a lot of the topic, a lot of the debate going on on our shows has been about the youth versus the vets and playing time and should we put guys like a DSJ or Kevin Knox in the G League? So Mike Forkinoff of the Athletic asked Nick Nurse about that. Just that, you know, developing players and when it comes to playing time and Nick Nurse said he's a firm believer. He said, I'm a firm believer that they need to be playing. They gotta play. How do you get better if you're not playing? He says, I'm a big, big believer that if they're not getting minutes with the big club that they gotta go down and play as many minutes as they can get down there. What man, do you think? What do you think about that, Jails? I think I think everybody's on the same page with that, man. Everybody's on the same page. You you can't get better without reps. There's only so much you can learn by sitting on the bench and watching film. You gotta be a doer, man, and get get your body used to muscle memory and things of that nature. Especially if they're running the same things in the NBA as they're doing in in the G League. Yeah. Like, which the Knicks are, which the Knicks are, which the Knicks are, because we do have our own G League team. Like that should definitely be happening. It should have been happening for DSJ. Now that Knox is not getting those minutes, definitely eleven be- minutes tonight for Kev uh, compared yeah, to twenty seven for Portis. Put him in Westchester, man. Put, Put him, him in Westchester. Westchester to get it together. You know, it's just very interesting. It's a very interesting debate because obviously, you know, every team is not using it like that. You know, Nick Nick Nurse has a has a different vantage point because he 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 came from that team, that eight oh five Raptors or whatever they're called. He was the coach of that team, ended mm-hmm. up getting promoted and winning the championship in Toronto. So he knows, and and again, this ninety percent of this team has come up through the organization. So he knows these guys very intimately and has worked very closely with them. So it's just very interesting perspective to hear that from a championship coach who's come from the system because not every team is using it that way. And then you hear the argument like, well, the competition is not the same in the G League. And, you know, when Fizz was asked that question last year, his his answer was that, you know, we want them up here with us and practicing with us and, and getting those reps in with the main team. So... A very, very interesting debate, man. What, what do you guys in the chat think about that? What Nick Nurse's comments on on the on playing the kids and and putting them in the G League if they're not playing? Definitely, man. Like practicing games are two different things, though. Like, and and the way we, the way the NBA really talks about it, it seems like the further along you get within the season, the less practice time there really is. That's the way to make it really seem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I hear as well. It's like they they literally have zero time to to really practice, and it's mainly like free throws and, and shoot arounds is, is what they're really dealing with. Right. So then, if that's the case, it's like then then that's that's even more of a case to go down to G League and get some reps in down there. Because what are you doing down up here, sitting on the bench and then two minutes of practice a week? Like, right. come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fact, man. Um, definitely interesting debate. Especially when it comes to Kev and uh, and DSJ, let's go back to the phones. Joe from Atlantic City's with us. Joe, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? How you feeling, bro? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I want to touch on the whole development thing because uh, I wasn't going to talk about it before, but now that you brought it up, I want to say something about it. Um, I know you guys are probably going to disagree, but I feel like when it comes to development, if you're trying to win, you need to have the most polished products on the floor at all times mm-hmm. and that means playing the vets 
But if you're losing, like in the situation where we're at, then, you know, it's a good time to put in your Triers, your Knoxes, your RJ Barrett, et cetera, Mitchell Robinson. But right now I feel like, you know, the season's not over. I don't even want to say the P word, but, you know, I, I would love to see us make the playoffs, but it, it almost seems just so far away. So, like, wow. <laughs> no, they're, 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 very, like, uh, they're very far away, man. They're very uh, far away. Dude. Right. Nah. They got, fork it up, man. Yeah, they, they've so been We got to just play, like, yeah, we got to play the young kids. So, I mean, that's how I feel about that. Like, if this was a little earlier in the season, then I don't know. But, yeah, how about my how about my boy Dawson time, man? I've been hey. out so much finally stepping up, man. I've just been saying, yo, Dot, like, where you at? Whole team Dot. Whole team Dot. Whole baby. team Dot, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, strong, yeah, buddy. De- definitely happy to see Dot playing well, man. Appreciate the call. And and, and they they have a decision to make on Dots and Jails because uh, it, while his, his contract for this year is guaranteed, um, they do have the qualifying offer that they can hey issue. Hey, man. That they can issue him in this offseason if they do. Uh, you know, it'll make him a restricted free agent. So, so let's see where, where they go. Uh, uh the easy decision for me. Pay yeah. that man. What, what big free agents are we going after next season? None. We have a bunch of vets who are here that, you know, we can get rid of and give that those minutes, man. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, let's see what people in the chat say about, uh, G League or what Steve Stark. What's up, Steve Stark? He says G League is a tool. If you don't use it, you don't get the benefit of it. Uh, Andrew H says, Nick Nurse says that statistically, oh, he says, Nick Nurse says that, but statistically how many guys have made the all-star team coming from the G League? I don't, I don't necessarily think it's about making the all, you know, going from G League to all-star JLs, but I think it's, it's just about, you know, turning your, your assets into respectable rotation pieces, the the Norman Powell's, the Anobis, you know what I mean? Those type of role players that's going to help you in the long run. It's not to say those guys are going to turn into all-stars, but there's certainly uh, power in this team in the East right now. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. It's exactly. Especially now. I feel like even nowadays might even be more crucial. Like I, we've been talking about how a lot of these kids are drafted on potential and they're not as ready as they have been. That since like when back in the day in the 80s and 90s, when they just came in dropping 15 and 8, like – they, they, these guys are missing a lot of fundamentals, and what better place to learn that in the G League where you're getting regular minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, again interesting debate, man. Uh, we have Joneska seven two seven two says Fred Van Vliet G League. You have Siakam G League. You know they, these guys. Are, these guys are coming up. So again, interesting debate. I mean, but we'll see after the trade deadline again. Let's see what happens, Jails. I'm giving them until February 6th to get this this Bobby Portis 30 minutes a game nonsense. Two weeks. Going. The way they're playing Portis, man, I don't I don't even know if they're gonna move him, yo. He's leading the team in minutes. Yeah, <laughs> lead, leading the team in minutes, man. That that was shocking to me, to be honest, man. Um, let's let's go to Justin from Florida. Justin, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Let me just say, first of all, like, props to both of y'all for, like, always putting out these videos, even though we be trash and stuff. But... Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, let me just say um, that, yeah, you guys are hitting right in the head of the G League and everything, man. Like, we got so many young players, like, just not getting no minutes. Um, like, I, one of the first callers was talking about Trier. And even in your video when you were talking about the Malik Monk rumor that I was seeing, it's like, you know, there's no point going after somebody like Malik Monk, like Trier is basically like the same player. I like the way he could dribble the ball. Like he's already shown you 
like offensive skills. Like he can be a good six man, and they never play him like one. Like I think the minutes that they give him, like they're almost putting him out there to fail. Like he's like an off ball. Like he's not an off ball guy. He needs to have the ball in his hands. And like if we're gonna give these other dudes the ball, like might as well get let Trier like get like a few minutes to show what he can do. Like you know he took it to Doncic last year. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the season this year. Like he had like thirty one points, six or seven shooting on the Nets. It's like after that, like they've they've given him like no green light, and I just don't I understand it. But you know, I could see his defense. He still need to work on some things. His playmaking, like he he definitely needs to work on some things. But like, what better year than now to give dudes like this and, and Kenny Wooten too? I want to see Kenny, Kenny yeah. Wooten start getting some minutes, man, because like we we don't got no defense down there protecting the rim. Like I just want to see like the youth movement going full flow. Like it's too many vets. Like like you saying Bobby Portis. Like I'm tired of seeing. 20 isos of Bobby Portis at the top of the key. Like, it's, it's just annoying, man. Like, they didn't even change this up. <laughs> That's nah, what I'm saying. Nah, hey, man, appreciate the call. Appreciate the support, Justin. I mean, Jails, we, we hear the arguments for ISO. Mm-hmm. How many guys are you going to play, man? It's just, yeah, it's just a, lot, it's a lot it's a of lot. cards right now. You can't, you can't argue ISO's minutes over Dot right now. Right, it's RJ, it's Dotson. I, I, who, you know, who, whose minutes is he gonna take? Yeah, man. It's too many. It's too many people, and now he's a free agent. So clearly, I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they re-signed him at this point. You know, but it, mm-hmm. it's just too many guys, man. It's way too many guys. It was way too many guys. I mean, Knicks are trying to make the playoffs, so that's yeah, that's why. Man. Now we know. Forget, <laughs> forget that pipe dream. Forget uh, that pipe yeah. dream. My man Janati in the chat says, what happens if they don't trade anybody? Well, I mean, nothing. You know, they don't have to bring these guys back next year, Jails. You can start with a clean slate. Yeah. I mean, what happens is you don't you don't get any extra assets. Yeah. That's it. That That's it. Finance. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I said it when he first heard his oblique. I mean, the stint that they gave him in the Laker game was, the, was complete garbage, so... Um, that was embarrassing. Yeah, so I wouldn't even consider that real playing time. But I, I said before that I, I'd be surprised if you ever seen him playing, playing in the Nick uniform again because I think DSJ, I think they're gonna trade him. Absolutely, he, he's gone. He, he's he's totally checked out, man. And Wayne too. I don't even know why we signed. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Ellington is, is another one wasting up a roster spot. But but again, it, it's it's a it's a clean slate whether it's Mills or the next guy or the next guy. It's a, it's a clean slate to to start this thing, you know, over so to so to speak. Yeah, one thing the the front office did do right was give team options to almost everybody that was signed, so they can easily get out all these project all these contracts. Yeah, the exception of maybe Randall. Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, somebody says, uh, why all the Portis hate? Rich Harris. Salute to Rich Harris in the chat. He says, why all the Bobby Portis hate? He's still young and the only big on the team with an inside-outside game. JL, your, your response to that. What's your response to that? CP hates him. That's my <laughs> response. CP hates him. Uh, I know what it is. It's just that um, it's more of a youth movement thing. Like, he he... He does okay offensively, but he's a defensive liability. That's the, really the biggest thing. And no yeah. IQ. Yeah. And he never passes it, Jay Ellis. He does He does not like to pass the ball. Um, I've seen him do like one nice pass in the first in the first half to cutting uh, Randall. 
but he, once the ball goes inside, it's never coming back. He's a black hole, man. He is, he's a black hole. If he would pass the ball every once in a while, stop forcing everything, literally, maybe we'd be all right. But he's, he's just a redundant piece. We don't need him at all. We, we don't we don't need him. Eh. He's a good kid. We just don't need him. That's all I'm saying. This is not nothing personal against the yeah, kid. Yeah, if, if he if he passed the ball and played a little bit more defense, which he can't physically play any more defense really because he's just not he's that not quick. athletic enough, man. Yeah, he's too right. slow, and that's another thing. I, I want somebody that gives us a little bit more versatility, man. You know and what it, I mean? Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's going to give us some more versatility. He just doesn't give you that. I can mm. get I can get those threes from. Morris, I can get him from Randall if you want him. Hey, how about Iggy? Can I see Iggy come up and shoot those three? <laughs> Randall, at, Randall at center? Oh, God. That's, it's I, tough. I mean, that's why Bobby's there. Bobby's there to stretch the floor. No, nah, I, I I get it. I, I get it. And, um, you know, I, I get the reason why he's getting all those minutes. But uh, long term, I'm just not with it. I feel you. No, I'm just not with it, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Please hit that like button for us. Share these videos. Share these videos on Twitter, on Facebook. Text your friend, your family who's a Knicks fan, basketball fan. Let them know this is number one show for the fans, by the fans. CP from mm-hmm. Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nick of Time Show. This is Knicks Post Game Live. Knicks lose a tough one, 118 and 112. We are hearing from the fans tonight, giving their reactions to the game. The trade rumors, vets versus the kids, the usual debates going on. So, uh, yep. ha- happy Friday to everybody. Let's go to Viv. Viv from Queens is in here. Wants hey, to talk Viv. about uh, the, the youth movement. Viv, what's going on, bro? What's going on, TP? What's going on, JL? How are you doing? Good, man. What's All going right. on? Yeah, listen, uh, it's been a rough uh, rough month or so. Just every, uh, I don't know how many people have just, like, gone off uh Gone off the ledge somewhat, especially like on like the Twitter landscape, kind of crazy. Oh, right Nick, now. Nick's but, Twitter uh, is oh, this, man, this faction starting up. It's yeah, getting no, get, it's getting ugly out there on Nick's Twitter right now, Jails. Yeah, man, it's getting ugly. <laughs> but look, I don't know. I mean, I know Alex is listening right now, so you know, I'm just gonna. I hope he's listening carefully. But I, you yeah. know, look, I want to. You know, one thing, right? With all the young players, we have a lot of young players on the team. I think it's like. I read somewhere it's like forty percent of the players like on our team, or some some sort of percentage is like under the age of like twenty four or whatever it is, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, what, the real question is like how uh, how do we make them get better? And I think what's like what I noticed especially tonight is that every single time we put out this young lineup, like we put out all the kids together, yeah, and then we put a Portis who messes up everything. But you know, once you put out all these kids together. Like they're going to they're going to fail against like a team like the Raptors. It's bound to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, obviously, like we can mention RJ is not playing. You know, he's hurt and whatnot. But you know, putting out all these kids together by themselves on an island against the Raptors when they're putting out a lineup of somewhat, uh, they're putting out a Baca, they're putting out a Van Fleet, they're putting out they have Norman Powell. So they have like basically three starters for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I can see why they're blowing like a you know, a 10 point lead that they built up in uh, the first quarter. So um, I think what Miller needs to do is he needs to figure out how to stagger these lineups in a bit so that, you know, you have some sort of uh, stabilizing. Yeah. Have, have Randall and Morris out there. Yeah. Have Randall and Morris out there. That's exactly. a good point. Randall, That's a good point. 
exactly one. That's one thing. I think second thing is a stopgap. I, I would switch up Bullock, Bullock and uh and Dot. Like I would start Dot with the first unit, Hell and yeah. then bring Bullock out to start the bench. Mm. Because at least that's a stabilizing presence there, and then you know see what see what happens from there. But look, I think with the kids, one thing that's important is that not every kid is going to pan out, and that's not right. every kid is going to be a rotation player. That's right. And you know, this is just the unfortunate situation that we got to deal with. Is that you know, like we're dealing with it in real time. Like we don't know who's going to pan out, but not like it's not necessarily you know you got to we just know that not everyone is, is that player. So. The problem is, do we need more minutes to actually justify that, or is it something that, you know, is just being seen behind the scenes? And final point about the G League, I think my suggestion about the G League is that they should, they should on off days, I would, if, if the schedule pans out, you know, send players to play, you know, like 10 or 15 minutes, send them up to, up to Westchester, play a game, and then, you know, have them get minutes that way. I think that, when, that makes most sense, practically speaking. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do when, you know, they're not, you know, they're not at home together with the Knicks. Because that's, that's what really happened, I think, last year. I remember people were asking, you know, why didn't we send Frank to the G League last mm-hmm. year? And I looked at the schedule last year, and I realized that, you know, a lot of the times where we should have sent him, like, you know, where he was really struggling, uh, the schedules never matched. Uh, they matched. Um, I think someone was injured, so that, you know, there was no other third. There was no one was backing up, you know, where the back, the starting point guard was. So it was either Moutier or Burke. Someone was hurt all the time. Yeah. So... You almost have, you end up having some logistical thing where it's not possible, and you know maybe I, I haven't checked the schedule, but that's what I would suggest. I think that's the what that's practical. I think it makes sense. Um, but let's see what happens. I'm mean, like okay. the trade deadline is February sixth, so coming see, up. See what happens, man. I, I'm not expecting yeah. much, but let, let's see if they catch lightning in a bottle. But good call, Viv. I, I definitely yeah. um I, I like his points. Um, in terms of staggering those minute sales, you know, a lot of times you've seen that second unit come out very young, raw, mm-hmm. and with Bobby Portis anchoring. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, tough, to, 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 to their defense, they figured Bobby Portis is the anchor. Yeah, that's rough, man. Especially def- <laughs> defensively, sometimes it can be rough, man. I mean, Mitch, Mitch does his thing, but then, you know, you're talking Kev, Portis. That's tough, man. But, yeah, I think if you can figure out a way – to stagger uh, Randall and Morris a little bit better. Yeah, I think maybe you get you, some more balance. Maybe you take out Morris a little early, have him come with the second unit sometimes to calm things down. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't, wouldn't be that. a bad idea. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. Have Morris play power forward for the second unit. Yeah, with uh, ah, that might that might work. Yeah, and they yeah. they can keep Bobby on the bench. Right, <laughs> where he belongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the bench, man. <laughs> uh, and then in terms of, you know, the, the scheduling issue with the G League, well, I mean, right now we have so many guys that, that need playing time, you know, e- even if it coincides with, with the with the night that the Knicks are playing, I mean, throw a guy in Westchester, you know, if Kev has to go down. Yeah, you didn't Cornette used to go back and forth from Westchester to the Knicks? Wasn't um, I believe so. I believe so. I don't remember if he was if he was going to Westchester like during when when the Knicks were playing. I don't remember like how the schedule yeah. was working, but yeah, Cornette was was definitely bouncing back and forth. Dotson, I know Dotson was too, because Dotson is one of those guys. Who's, hey, you want to talk about the G League working? Dotson was in the G League a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Good, good points, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We've hit 400 people watching on Knicks Fan TV. Salute to everybody if you guys are watching on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. We are live on all those platforms right now. Remember, this show is also available in audio podcast format. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, Alexa. So you don't miss anything. You won't miss anything. These shows are always there on the Knicks Fan TV. If you're an iTunes listener, we definitely appreciate it if you guys left us a, a review. It definitely definitely helps to promote the channel. So anything that you could do to help us uh, spread the word would be greatly appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. JL, let's, let's salute some people in the chat. I want to salute Scott35, sends us a super chat. He says, uh, whatever the Knicks need to do in the draft, we need to draft Marcus Howard. In the second round, we need shooting in the backcourt, and he can be another Devontae Graham. Okay. And that's Marcus Howard. I believe he's out of Marquette. Um, came onto the scene last season. Had, had a pretty solid season last year. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a name that you're hearing as a potential second rounder. Hey, it wouldn't be a bad idea, man. It wouldn't be a bad idea if you can if, if you go best player available in the first round pick, and then you get Marcus Howard, which is second. I think you you consider that a pretty good draft. Hey, I'm with it. We need shooting. We'll take it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Definitely want to shout out. We got Triborough Gigolo in here, J. Ellis. All right. Over here. Right. He's, he's becoming a regular, man. He's yeah, getting jiggy every night now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Gary Singh in here. The Shells. What's going on? Apple Fanboy. Louie S. What's going on? Mr. Mike. Uh, who you got in your chat, J. Ellis? I got Gary Miller. What's going on? And Murphy, Enzo954, Sammy Soso, Alexander, Kevin, Middleton, RT, and yeah, Rich Jim. Shout out to Rich Jim. Rich Jim, what's going on, Rich? All right, let's get back to the phones. Who we want to hear from? Let's hear from uh, Chris from New York. He wants to talk about the game tonight. He was at the game. Chris, what's going on, man? Uh, what's going on, TP? What's going on, JL? How's it going? Good, man. How you right. feeling, man? How was the game? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, the, the usual vibe, you know, everybody was uh, hyped up at the beginning, but, you know, the crowd knew that, you know, we were up 10. Uh, some of the people around me said, "Wait, just wait till the fourth quarter, and we'll, we'll kind of mess that up, you know. So, you know, sure, sure enough, Randall had a couple bonehead mistakes. Uh, you know, Portis, again, his defense was, was uh, suspect, but one of the things that did stand out a lot was Peyton, man. Uh, they were backing off him, couldn't man. shoot. Um, it, it just it was a big void. It was a big void. So, uh, you know, it was just evident, you know. So, um, what, one of the things I wanted to touch on is you're talking about a, a couple things, you know, about the development needs, the, the G League, the way we use it. Um, you know, you, 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 when you think about the Knicks and just a couple moves they could have made, could have changed the franchise. I mean, you go back to the Kevin Knox draft. You talk about if you package his pick and a couple other picks and move up and get, uh, what's his name, Dantich, you already had KP. You already had, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. They're cooking over there. I'm not saying Tim Hardaway Jr. is the answer, but I'm just saying, like, a move like that, a GM like that is what we need. We need, we need Messiah Jerry to come in here. And we need a, you know, JS, I know you don't want to trade those picks, but those two picks are, are very fitting. I think it's a really good idea to get them. I think, uh, you know, I think as far as this season, let it go. Let it play out the way it is. Uh, as long as they don't make any big, big, big moves to where they, they get, um, you know, whatever is drumming or anything stupid, 
I think they're going to just be the Knicks, you know. Yeah. So um, they're not in the worst position. Uh, you know, they're not in the best position. But I think Messiah, uh, you know, I know, you, you know, I, again, Jay Ellis, I know you don't like it, but it, it, it's just it, it, he, he could bring maybe two or three free. other players. <laughs> yeah, you know, so All I don't right. know what you thought about that. And, I mean, just think about that draft. I mean, if you yeah. make three – Three first round picks get Doncic. I mean, I know it's it's, it's, it's hindsight you know, though, man. Quarterback, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hindsight though. You know what I mean? And appreciate the call, Chris. The problem with that thinking, Jay Ellis, is listen. If if all thirty teams knew exactly who this kid was gonna be and what he is right now, they would all trade their whole draft and yep. the year after and the year after mm-hmm. that to try mm-hmm. to get him. You know, it's tough. It's tough, man. It's not a crapshoot. It's not a crapshoot. Look at Siakam. Yep. Right. Look at Siakam. Everybody pass on Siakam. In a in a redraft, where would Siakam get picked right now in, in his exactly. draft? Exactly. Look at everybody who passed on Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, money Mitch. Come on. Yeah, money. it's it's tough, man. It's tough. I mean, Luca was def I obviously he, he was still highly touted, right? Um um coming over from, from the Spanish league and having been a pro since he was what, like sixteen, so and a champion at, at those mm-hmm. levels and, and really playing at a high level, but you know, hey, how about the Hawks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, yeah. Trey Young is beasting himself. He's doing his thing. Cracked his first All Star team, but you know, it, it's it's tough tough to call it that way. Yeah, it's definitely tough to call it that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm never gonna get on that. Sam, I'm not. I'm not. I, I love the guy, but I'm not giving up two picks for him, man. Oh, Jerry, Presti, two picks. Yeah, Sam Presti over here building building playoff teams. <laughs> I'll give them. I would give them if if we trade Morris. I give him them two picks. I give him one of the Dallas picks, and I give him the pick that we get back from Morris. If mm. if I had to do it, if Dolan was that interested, if he was that interested, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I give Sam Presley for free. Thunder's doing okay right there, mixed, in the playoff hunt with with uh, CP3 after they gave up Russell Westbrook and and. Uh, and friends. Yeah. Look, what they expect to that. That's, 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 I like that savviness as a GM. Look, looking, looking very well. And how about, you know, earlier this season, the talk was, oh, could we fleece the Thunder for some first-round picks for CP3? Now it's looking like you would probably have to pay them exactly. to get CP3. Exactly. That's, that's how well he's doing. It's, it's crazy I, how these things work. Man, that, that train never late. He gonna get, I'm sorry. I, I love CP. I don't risk injury or anybody, but that train is never late, man. Yeah. <laughs> That train is never late. Never, never late. He's not getting younger every year. That's true. True indeed. True indeed, man. Um, So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, Some good calls so far, Jails. Definitely some good calls coming in. Uh, Shout out to David Delancey. He said he's he's team somewhat new. Okay. So I'm not sure. We had a couple of guys that that like that. They're like somewhat Mm -hmm. new. I don't know if they're like, you know, they've been viewing, just not chatting or or what it is. I don't know. But salute to, to hashtag new, the vets, someone new, everybody in here, man. Just hit yeah, that thumbs up button for you boys. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys. All right, next up, we got Jay Boogie, North Carolina in the building. Jay Boogie, what's going on, man? What's up, my favorite two, Fred Williams, Jim Brown, tonight. What's going on, bro? Right, How you feel, man? Hey, look, man, I like that boy, Dada Rock. That's what I'm going to call him, Dada Rock, man. But y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey, listen, he showed me a whole lot, and I and I respect that. See, that man is up under contract, too. And he got, he's available for a new contract. 
He trying to feed his family. He stay prepared, stay ready to go and everything. Yeah. And, you know, you hear the whispers. So, you know, he hear them people talking about trading to go get this other boy that's a shooting guard. He took that He took that upon himself to be like, yo, I'm going to show y'all. We don't need that dude yeah, over yeah. in Charlotte. I'm here. Don't you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm yeah. We don't need him. Don't. And he's showing up. He's showing up doing what he had to, what he got to do, man. I like that about him, man. Another thing, man. Old boy could have in the in the fourth quarter. Old boy could have he could have did something different. He could have took Peyton out the game and put Morrison at the one and brought Bullock back in that game with him and Dotson on the wings. He could have switched it up. You know he got to be versatile. Wait, play who at the one? Play Morrison at the one? I'm telling y'all. Man, it ain't hard for him to play the one. It's not oh, man. hard. Man, you kill it. Oh, you're killing it. me now, Jay Boogie. It's not hard, man. Oh, listen, man. It's not hard, man. He handled the – listen, when they bring – he bring the ball across half court. He giving the ball to him anyway. He giving it to him. So why can't you just switch it up and do something different? Just give him a different look, man. That's all I'm talking about. But if y'all don't, if y'all don't like that – I'm going to go back to promote my man Schroeder. He had another 21 <laughs> points tonight and another eight uh, eight assists tonight. I keep telling y'all about him, and I know JL don't like him, and I know the on um, point guards is in this draft pick. But the key thing about him, he was on the bench last year behind Westbrook. He on the bench this year behind CP3. These two straight years, he did a lot of learning, man. He coming off the bench, putting them numbers up. So he wouldn't even get in the way of our brand new point guard. But we need a point guard bad, man. Need Have a point a guard bad, man. man. Appreciate the call, Jay Boogie. You got you to gotta love how he says we need a point guard bad. And then tries to back it up by saying we should have put Mook at the one for a stretch. I mean, <laughs> we, we would have had shooting, TP. I don't know. That's, that's a shot shooter. He's, he says, what's what's good? What's the use of a point guard if they're going to give it up anyway? Just give me, <laughs> give me a guy that can bring it up 40 feet and get it get the job done. Oh, man. <laughs> and, to, and I don't want Schroeder on his team, but I actually do like Schroeder, though. Yeah, it was just like, oh, man, I just need somebody here long-term. I yeah. need the franchise, man. I need the yeah. franchise. No more stopgaps. Yeah, he's a, he's a stopgap. I like Schroeder. I don't dislike Schroeder. I'm tired of the stopgaps. Yeah, That's my not, thing. Yeah, just not here. Just not for us right now in this situation. Just, <laughs> just not for us. And shout out to Frank Wilson sends us a super chat just to say Jay Boogie is Jay Bugging talking Mars. At the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> hey, the call was going oh, smooth, man. Jay Ellis. He, he picked us up, you know. Yeah, that's he did pick us up. He's yo, a regular call. Yo, yo, leave my boy alone. Shout out to the, that's my, that was my old alias. That was my old alias back in the day. Boy, Jay Boogie. Boy. Yeah, that was my old alias back in the day. Hey, listen, man. You know, he's been a friend of the program for a while, so we let him rock. But, man, that, that you know, it's like you and your homie just chilling in the car, cruising, and then all of a sudden he just grabs the wheel. And you're like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Jay Boogie just grabbed the wheel from the oh, passenger man. side, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, like I said with Peyton, man, it's... um. It's just it's just funny to watch him play because you know, like I said, he, he's he's the best of the worst, if I could call yeah. it that. Uh, we 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 need his his uh, his facilitating out there, um, but again, it's just watching him try to even shoot the ball is cringeworthy at best, man. Yeah, it's crazy because he worked on his. I think was he. I think he was injured this summer. Was he injured this summer? Because he worked on his shooting the summer before this one. Yeah. And I felt like he took a step in the right direction 
during that Pelicans year. And then he comes here, and I just feel like he kind of regressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, regress is not even the word, man. The shooting is abysmal. Abysmal. Mm. Like I said, even Clyde called it out. Like, um, this ain't it, man. You know. And and Jay Boogie, he was speaking of, when he was talking about Dotson, he was speaking on one Malik Monk. And I didn't even put the highlight up there properly. Hold on, let me, let me fix that up. Malik Monk... Um, Dropped 31 tonight, JLs. What? In Paris. Oh, you heard the trade rumors. Yeah, he was hearing the trade rumors. Ian Begley says that uh the the someone in the Knicks organization that and then that, that's like the new, you know, code word for everybody in the beat, right? Like yeah, someone familiar with how these guys <laughs> think. Or someone who is a source but not really a guy that might be related to someone on the team is saying that uh, the Knicks could be eyeing Malik Monk in a trade. And and he's a guy that coming into this game, he was averaging eight point sales, 25% from three, which is supposed to be his forte. Uh, But tonight in Paris, in Frank's territory against Milwaukee Bucks, drops 31 points in a loss. On the head. Yeah, what do you think about these Malik Monk rumors, real quick? Uh, not a huge fan of Malik Monk, man. Yeah, I'm not. He, I didn't like. I wasn't a huge fan when uh, he was uh, like uh, when he was coming out of college. Like I, I, I appreciate his game, but I just know what his ceiling to me is. So yeah. to me, he's not like a potential starting guard or anything. He's like a six man situ- type of situation and. I I don't have a, a, a affinity for six three shooting guards who we trying to force to make a, a point guard. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, he's like a bootleg Earl to me, man. Just a little bit shorter. Yeah, he, he he's like a bootleg Jr. Really. Yeah. You know. And it's like, who's he playing over? I mean, it's it's, it's the same situation. Yeah, it's the same situation. Not a cut above the rest. Just just yeah. another run in the mill guy. Yeah. You know, but I would say that I did say in my video yesterday that if you're talking about a change of scenery swap for DSJ, I do it. Give me a second. (laughs) I do it. I do it. If for a change of scenery swap, I would do it. Only if I could swap him from somebody else too. (laughs) (laughs) Later on, right? Yes. Yeah, that's that's the only way I do it. If you're talking about a, a change of scenery, you know, let's just get something for DSJ before he, you know, completely flops out. I, yeah. I, would, I would do it. So he hasn't completely flopped out already, is what you're telling me? Oh, yeah, I, I think he's done. I think yeah, he's he, I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad for the kid, bro, because the kid, um, is, the kid is just uh, completely, he's checked out, man. I don't, again, dude, it's like, dudes... Mm-hmm. This is why I, this is why I respect Dotson. I'm sorry, I turned this into the Dotson show. Yeah, this is why I respect Dotson. Dotson will sit and come back pissed. Dotson will sit down one game, come back, try his heart out, play defense, play offense, run around minimize minute, and put it in 100 effort. This is not the first time that Dotson hasn't got minutes, and then he come back and then hit some shots and then notice them. Like this has happened a few times already since he's been on the Knicks. Yeah, and he, so it's like. He has like that heart thing, that heart factor. Like DSJ has all the Dotson talent. Dotson is mentally world, tough, man. man. Dotson yeah, has that mental tough. toughness. He can play mental in New toughness. York. Dotson yes. can play in New York. As a role player, like, you know, we're not trying to hype him into like an eventual, you know, star on the team. No. Dotson, he fits his role. He knows his role and he plays it 
fairly well. And he comes prepared. Like Jay Boogie says, that's one thing about Dot. He tries hard every game. He comes prepared. Um, again, yeah, tonight, whatever. Yeah, he made some some tough mistakes on defense. I will chalk it up to miscommunication. I will mm. chalk it up to miscommunication um, between him and Morris on those Siakam plays. But, again, the, when you look at the way Dotson plays tonight, you can't complain why ISO's not playing. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, like Dot fills his role on the catch right. and shoots, on the defensive end. Um, on the hustle plate, like that, that just fills that role better than anybody off the bench right now. Exactly, like he always plays hard, always plays one hundred percent. I'm, I'm. If you do, if you get mad at Dot, it's like, all right, you missed a, he, he missed a backdoor cut sometimes. Right. Oh yes, like, off ball defense can be a little yeah, spotty. Yes, I agree. Spotty sometimes, but on ball defense has always been good. He's usually been very good at rotating. Um, today maybe it was a miscommunication thing today. Yeah, he just does everything else right, man. And like, and the handles gotten a lot. It seems like I always, I always joke that he seemed like ever since he beat DHC, that's why DSJ wants to leave. Dotson beat him in a foot race. <laughs> you see, never recovered. And he never recovered. His, his ego got beat. He's like, yo, first Frank beat me for my my point guard minutes and Dotson beat me in a foot race. Get me out of here. Yeah, DSJ is just in a bad situation, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's just in a bad situation. You know, again, I don't it could be bereavement thing. You know, you don't want to touch that type of stuff, but um it's just tough. Tough to see him struggling like that because he just doesn't seem like mentally he can he can really handle the adversity that's going on here. Yeah. And, and it just seems like he's already checked out. So I, I think they will try to move him. Maybe he ends up on the Timberwolves for like a for like a second round pick or something. Because I, I think DSJ's done here. I think yeah, he's man. done here. Um, yep. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, throw your cities in the chat. Where are you guys tuning in from tonight? Let us know. Leave us a comment um, in the chat. Uh, definitely want to shout out Samir is here. What's going on, Samir? Definitely want to shout out Sean Brown. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Salute to all of you guys. Facts. Let me um, get this video up in here. Let's go back to the phones, JLs. Um, right. This guy goes by um, the president of the Julius Randle fan club. Uh, okay. People in the chat know him as Uncle Sergio in the building. Uncle Sergio. Yes. <laughs> We're not sure if he's related to Julius or not, <laughs> but he claims him as family. Sergio, what's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. Dotson, man, I wish he was more consistent. He looked really good tonight, man. And again, we hung tough against a very, very good team, which mm-hmm. we've been doing since Mike Miller became the coach. And uh, I'm happy about that. But unfortunately, like Frank White and Jay Ellis so eloquently stated the other day, there are some things I don't do. I don't duck smoke. I throw smoke bombs. <laughs> and I'm going to chuck some right now, bro. All right, all right. Right? It's widely, it's widely known that Knicks fans are known as the most knowledgeable in the NBA. I'm beginning to disagree. The setup. I think I that's a of our fan base. That's the most ignorant, especially Kellerman, president of Team Circle Jerk. Right? I'm talking about the portion of the fan base who think trading the team after every game is a solution. Some trades you have to make, like Mook or DSJ. And to be clear, I'm not generalizing trading in general. You have to do some of them. But let's talk the facts and autos. Since trading for Earl the Pearl Monroe, when have trades ever helped us. You can make a case for Xavier McDaniel 
But still, we didn't win. You know what's a proven formula? Patience and letting your players grow. Golden State, Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana, Miami, those are teams that all understand this. You know what I'm saying? These are the facts and idols, bro. Since Mike Miller became the coach, your boy has been on the milk carton. Only rearing his head when Julius has a bad game, which, let's be honest, hasn't been often, he has to sit and wait for his bullets. He likes to say I'm only known because of him. I disagree. I'm known as the guy with the balls to come up in here and challenge him and his whack 30-year-old lyrics. Sounds like we need another battle of the fans, Ellis. It sounds like part three is on the horizon. I'm here all year, bro. I'm here all year. And to quote Frank White again, you tell him what I said. Peace. (laughs) Jay Ellis. Oh, man. I'll say this. I'll say this, CP. Ari was on the line. A Thursday. Oh, is this where this is coming from? No, but no, he no, he he. I think he hung up. He hung up because he was like the last caller. Okay, the show was going long, and he hung up. But he he had called in. He called in, but then he hung up. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just. Yo, I'm one because Ari's not even in the chat tonight. So no, he's not even chat tonight. This was, I mean, the, the the former champion Sergio from New Jersey. Is is calling out Ari? It just that's what it seemed like to me, Chaos. I mean, you be the judge. That's what it seemed like to me. It seems like he wants to smoke for round three. Ari's not even in the chat, and and you know this is still going down. I I think we're gonna have to make this happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's talking about the facts and autos. He's bringing new words into the mix, so he's ready to roll. I he, think he's he, definitely ready to yeah. roll. He, he, yeah, he 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 got the vocabulary rocking. Yeah. He, in terms like circle jerk <laughs> <laughs> because i mean tonight really wasn't about randall i mean tonight's no. game to me wasn't i did like randall's defensive uh 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 effort out there he feels still finished with three blocks yeah there was some questionable plays there in the fourth as usual uh you know when he when he's trying to turn up but i, I did like randall's hustle was part of that fourth quarter barrage that that got us in the game for sure yeah I, i'll say this like People are really hard on Randall right to me, mm-hmm. but that's I think that's just the when you get paid more than everybody, people zero in on yeah. the person who gets paid the most. Heaviest the head, and, we know that, and that's that's I've, that's what the fan base to me is doing to Randall right now. Yeah, and even though Randall is like I, I keep saying, he's not the work. He's not, you know, he's not a franchise player, but he's not bad correct. Either. Right. I, I think the I think Knicks fans are overvaluing how bad he is. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, I agree with you 100. percent 100. When Tim Hardaway Jr. was here, to me, that was like I I wanted to pull my hair out. That yeah. was like, <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. But, yeah, I agree. <laughs> definitely, to me, that was Tim bad for real. 100. percent But uh, listen, you know, <laughs> Randall just is what he is, man. You know, he is what he is. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Definitely want to shout out. Um, we got Kurt Cobain in here, Jailus. Back from the dead. Salute to Kurt Cobain. Um, shout out to Optimus 2G. What's going on? May 4th. What's going on? Louis yeah. S. in the building. How you, how you feeling, man? Yeah, Randall, three three blocks today for Randall, too. Three blocks for Randall. Three blocks for him. Got to give, gotta give him credit where it's due. I, I, I thought... He did give us some good minutes in that fourth quarter. 
Um, to answer his question on the trade, when was the last time we did have an effective trade? People in the chat are, are correct. Uh, Starks for Sprewell. What was yeah. the last trade that really yeah, you're right. helped us? And 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 this this year this week was the anniversary of the Sprewell trade. This week was the anniversary of the Sprewell trade, and and that was that was a catalyst, man. That yeah. was the catalyst for the nine nine run because we just didn't know. First off, it was hard to lose stocks. It was the fan favorite, right? Yeah, man, that was my guy. Right, and then you know with Sprewell having just choked out PJ Call, you didn't know if Van Gundy was in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we didn't know where we were gonna go with it. Like, like, yeah, like what's this guy's doing? What's his deal right now? You know what I mean? But Spree came in. He uh he was battling some injury issues. Remember they they brought Spree off the bench that year. First off, oh yeah, yeah he was a six man first. He was in and out with injury woes. That nine nine team was not gelling until very late, and and Spree Spree was that catalyst for that whole playoff run for sure. Yeah, I mean the push. Yeah, Chris Childs explained it a lot. A lot Absolutely about that year too. Yep. Oh, somebody also mentioned Marcus Canby. Canby for Oakley trade. Yeah, that was the same year. Mm-hmm. Same year. Same year. Um, so yeah, though those were the two pivotal trades for, for that nine nine run for sure. Oh, Camby was it was uh, less injury prone though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was Camby's problem, man. He just wasn't built built for the uh, for longevity, you know. Mm-hmm. That was my squad, yo. Oh man, that was that was my guy. Spreewell was my guy, man. Heavy. I was a Houston guy, but I like that school. The Houston Spreewell Camby, that was yeah. my yeah. I like both of them. I, I was a Houston guy mm-hmm. too, man. Yeah. Um, we got the Down Rock Records basketball checking in from Toronto. So salute to you. Uh, it looks like they're, they're probably a Raptors fan. We got Mr. Mike checking in from Yonkers, but he really reps the BX. So salute to okay. Mr. Mike. We got my man CP the Artist as he's checking in from Krypton. Salute to CP the Artist. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah, man. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Rich from the Bronx. Rich, what's going on, man? Hello? Yo, what's good, bro? Yo. What's good, CP? What up, Jay Ellis? How you feeling, bro? I'm all right. Um, I only got one question. This is my question because, like, I think two two shows ago, there was a guy saying that he remembered that the, when the people came up back in the days, they came up with more skills. So my question is this. Do you think the one-and-done rule is messing up the NBA's product because these kids are coming up so young that they don't basically have the skills that it takes to succeed. And the patient's game needs to really be on point now because it takes them for so many years to learn these skills, which they're not getting from the college ball. I think so. I think yeah. so. And and I would love to hear from, uh, you know, somebody who's who's a bit more experienced in the league, but I think so, JL. Is that not everybody's yeah. built for one and dones. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because you have these guys who are actually ready to do that. But I feel like the numbers don't show that a majority aren't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but so yeah, like I think I I think I said that 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 same episode. I was saying I I, I think rookie contracts should be longer because of that, man. Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. I feel like rookie rookie contracts could be should be longer because of that because it's just like the way rookies are coming in right now after that that one and done year, like they they're not all the way ready. Right, like, it takes them a long time because they don't even have all the fundamentals down, and then it, I feel like it really takes like four years, five years. But all right, cool. Yeah, you know what we have now. 
I mean, look at, uh, I mean, just look at the, the Malik Monk trade rumors. You know, you have mm-hmm. a guy like Malik Monk on the trading block. DSJ is looking like he's going to be on this third team. These are both lottery picks. Yeah. I don't know how many lottery picks in the, over the last, like, five years or so in that top ten. Not even, maybe not even five years. Maybe, like, seven or eight. How many panned out in, like, year six? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, let's take a look. Well, let's take a look, shall we? That That's why uh, we have these things. Let's take a look. I, I just think, you know, a lot of guys, they see that opportunity to, to come in and, and, and uh, you know, make that, money. Make, make that money, man. You know, build that brand and, and get on the Instagram and start going in. Um, and some guys just aren't ready. So here, here's Frank's draft, right? This is 2017. Let's go through, let's say, top 15 or so. So we got Fultz, who's obviously coming into his own. If he didn't get injured, I think he'd probably be beasting from the jump. I think he he would have been ready to roll from the beginning. Right. Um, Lonzo, what do you think about Lonzo? Coming on strong right now. Coming on now. Coming on now. It's like you're, you're three. Yeah, but certainly, certainly not number two pick in the draft type coming on, but he's coming right. on. Yeah. He's coming on, yeah. Yeah, definitely coming alive. I think Lonzo, at the very worst, he'll be a solid, solid uh, floor general for, for years to come. Jason Tatum, he's right there. He was ready. He was ready. Yeah. Josh Jackson washed. I think he's done mm-hmm. uh, for now. De'Aaron Fox, he's right ready. there. He's yeah. right there. Jonathan Isaac, before he got hurt, right there. Number six in the draft. Uh, we got marketing who could be on the trading block. He seems like yeah. he's falling out of favor with the Bulls. What do you think he's about that? Yeah, here's a guy I feel like he can he can still, like, there's something there. Like, he might have fallen out of favor with the Bulls, but I feel like there's something there with Marcus. Yeah. Then you have Frank, who's obviously not living up to, to that, to number mm-hmm. the number eight billing. Yeah. Uh, DSJ, not living up to it. That's number nine. He's Again, he's looking to be on his third team in mm-hmm. three years, Shales. Yeah. All right, Zach Collins, who's down there in uh, Portland. He's, I believe he's still hurt right now. I haven't seen much of him. Malik Monk, number 11. He could be on the trade block. He was a one-and-done player. Yeah. He was a one-and-done guy. Uh, Luke Kennard coming out of Duke. I'm not sure how many years he came out, but uh, he's he's doing fairly steady with Detroit. You got the Spider. Obviously, he was the steal of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows him. At 13, you got Bam. So, yeah, now, Bam. now, Bam, this is his third year. Yeah. This is his third year. Bam was Bam out of bio, out of my taken by Miami, out of Kentucky. Was a one and done player. Got picked 14th in the draft. Right and, on time in that third year. Right. Okay. And he and he's coming on strong. Number 15 of Portland, Justin Jackson out of UNC. He's now with Dallas. He's in that he's already on his second team, JLs. Mm-hmm. With Dallas. And he doesn't look like anything special. Like looks like he's 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 gonna be like a role player. Yeah. So you know, those those are just, you know, the 15 from, from that 2017 draft. It's interesting. It's interesting, man. And um, Dan from Long Island was the one who, who was mentioning that, and, and he joins us now. So, um, Dan, what's going on? Dan was the one the jails that made the point about um, some of the older guys just having noticed that, you know, the, the younger younger draft prospects yeah. don't just don't seem to be ready. Yeah, they're taking longer. They're definitely taking longer. Damn, what's up? Yo, what's good, guys? Thanks for having me, man. How you feeling, bro? Uh, listen, first of all, um, looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, man. Um, Sunday should be and, fun, and listen, Oh, it's going to be great. And thanks for doing that whole thing, CP, because I'm telling you, man, like I said, I, I don't mean to be the chief promoter here, but I go to a lot of nicking for what's being offered and for the seats I have. 
that's a good price. So I, I you know, you did a good job with that. Appreciate so it. Thanks for serving that up to the public. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Bro. Um, listen, real quick. Real quick, uh, first of all, JL's congratulations to you. Your boy Dot went berserko tonight. Oh yeah, man! Um, I know you. You love Dot, man. And, and sometimes when I watch Dot, you know, during the season, you know, last three games he's been great. But sometimes I watch him, I said, man, this guy's like a nice, you know, nice guy. He's a nice guy off the on the off the off the bench. Nah, man, guy. I see it. But, hey, man, I see it. You, oh no, no, I give you credit. <laughs> I give you credit. I give you credit. But listen, just a, a couple things, real, real quick. One, it's a knockout, okay? Ari's the winner. It's it's over, okay? Randall, tonight, I, I know what you guys are saying about the three blocks, and he was important early in the game. But again, man, when it matters, my man is is just a whirling dervish, out of control, spinning, going crazy. Yeah. I, I, yeah, in big spots, so like, you know, and I and JLs, you hit it before, man. He gets paid. He he is, for, for better or for worse, he's the centerpiece, man. And when he plays like that, it just it just drives me nuts, you know. So, you know, to Ari, you know, listen, I was back and forth. I've been on the fence about this cat the whole time, but man, Serge, you lose. Ari, you win. <laughs> um, and, and then the, the the other thing I want to say is. I, I've been anti-Monk since I first heard it. And how about tonight? My man goes for 31 in Paris. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were Monk just talking about it. Again. Yeah, so he goes crazy tonight. So that's interesting. And then the other thing is, again, I'm the old guy here. But let me just say, you know, the other trade that was a little bit before, don't forget trading Mason for Larry Johnson was, was also, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. Dave Checkett made a bunch of trades there that kept that Nick that kept that Nick team, you know, good through the 90s. Because, again, yeah, you know, getting Larry Johnson, he had the bad back. You signed Allen Houston, right, off a free, off from the from the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the two other deals you talked about, Canby, who people thought, ah, you know, is he really worth the deal? And then, of course, you know, bringing Spree in. And that was, you know, to the younger people out there, that was a very controversial trade, not just Big. because Starks was beloved because he was getting long in the tooth. Yeah. But remember, him choking P.J., that was a big deal. Everyone was like, yeah. yo, he's going he's gonna to big problems here. Yeah. He's not going to get along with Houston, who's malmanded. You remember the whole yeah. thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, he, you know, check it. And I got to say, back then, every deal he made, I was against. So just, and they all work. So just shows you how much I know about basketball compared to the <laughs> But, you, you know, but anyway, listen, guys, tonight was very frustrating because even though it's the NBA and things have changed and you're never out of a game, you got to be able to manage a game, and tonight demonstrates, really demonstrates why, you know, uh, we need to have point guard play because we we go up, yeah. you know, thirteen points, and I'm not saying, of course, it's early in the, in the first quarter. I'm not saying you have to manage the whole game, but th- that lead evaporates so quick because we just can't, you know, we just can't slow things down. Like, you know, Toronto wants to run, we want to run with them. Why? 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 Just. It, you know, just defend. That was what's working. And again, we, that lack of leadership on the court. We really need a, 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 a true leader, a point guard who can lead us. Yeah. You know, hopefully we find him. Anyway, guys, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate hey, JLs, you. You're gonna be there Sunday. Nah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'll be there Sunday. Yeah, JLs won't be there Sunday, but I'll be there Sunday. And and for everybody who uh, got their tickets, we're meeting at three o'clock. Dan, I I'm, I think I hope you got the notification. 
We're meeting at three o'clock for, for yeah, pregame. Yeah, so you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be with my kids though, so I, can, okay. I don't know if I can bring them to the bar. So I'll, I'll probably yeah. get up to meet you out in front with everybody else at the, at the will call. That's Listen, fine. That's I look fine. forward to meeting you in person, and it, it should be a fun. It should be a fun day. All right. Look, looking care. forward to it, man. See you, bro. See you, Dan. All right. Yeah, Dan one Dan wanted to kill Julius, but he's he's right, man. Listen, when it when it when push comes to shove and you get to crunch time, J. Ellis, this is why you have the world champs out there, and this is why mm-hmm. we're we're still trying to figure it out. You know, we we don't have that leadership. Well, I mean, just look at the roster composition, man. We just don't have it. No, we don't. You we know, don't. we we don't have it. The game was there. The game was there for us, and they executed down the stretch, and we didn't. Yeah, I'm not saying Julius Randle is perfect. He's not a perfect player. He's yeah. far from perfect. But I'm just saying. It's, 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 it's like extreme. It's like it's, it's too. It's extremes with Knicks fans. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. It's like, oh, you either trash <laughs> or you're like God second coming. Like, there's no in between. Listen, man. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. Like, Julius Randle is not trash. You don't He's get the, you don't get the benefit Duncan of the either. doubt when this team has been losing game after game. Just, yeah, yo. Just you just can't have it, man. Yeah, it's gotta be earned. Like, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and let's be real. 18 million. Isn't like franchise player money either. Yeah. It's like a decent it's true. contract. It's true, but you still are the guy. Yeah. You still I get are it. the guy, man. Um, shout out Michael Parker. He said there's two separate super chats, Dallas. He says on the first one he says you already know. And the second one it says trade Kevin Knox. So, <laughs> salute, to, salute to Michael Parker. Yeah, Michael was in is getting he's funny, man. He's he's a funny dude. Created with these super chats. Yeah, man. man. Then we got uh Eric Booker. Shout out Eric Booker. I saw him uh outside MSG after the Lakey game. He's gonna be there Sunday as well. So Eric will see you there. Appreciate the super chat. And uh CP the artist sends us a super chat as well. So we, we definitely appreciate everybody's support. And uh once again, man, yeah, the, all the super chats come back into the channel, allows us to pay bills, continue to support us, keep us as, as a going entity here. And uh if you weren't able to send us a super chat through YouTube, you can send us through PayPal or Venmo mm-hmm. Cash App using the links below. So we definitely appreciate everybody facts, facts, uh, facts. Uh, sparing that change for us to keep this thing running. A couple more things before we wrap up, Jay Ellis. Um, Buddy Heald got benched today. Mm. Buddy Heald got benched today for uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Some ballsy coach wrong. right there, there, boy. That would well, never. I mean, Whoop. shit. The, the Kings have lost 15 of 18, Jalis. I think uh, desperate times are called for desperate measures. Uh, hello. Uh, you, well, hey, wait, wait. Are you trying to tell? Are you trying to? Are you trying to sell me on shaking up the lineup with a losing record? Do you know we are we're the Knicks? Right? Yeah, right, right. We just we came had from four there. wins in December. We, we, we just came from there, man. We are there. We are there. Yeah, Not just came right. from there, but and yeah. we still have the same start. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, Buddy's been pretty uh, disheartened with the Kings this season in terms of his play. He just signed that. He just read up on the deal. Just read up. You know, uh, shooting, I believe, 36% from three. I think his three-point numbers have dipped a little bit. Yeah, 36. Oh, he's average now. Yeah, 36 is the average now. Still above average or, or close to average, right? Yeah, 36 is usually average. Above is usually 40%. 40. Which is where he usually is. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess he... It's, yeah, so we'll see, man. So yeah, he's he's on the bench, but as the trade deadline approaches, who who knows? Who knows? Because it looks like Sacramento's going nowhere fast right now. They they're looking for an- answers. Uh, we we're we're in desperate need of shooting. 
I think, you know, based on my research and not having to watch a lot of Kings games this year, I think a lot of the complaints about Buddy's, number one, is defense. Mm. And number two, it, it seems like they had given him a much uh, more expanded role, especially when De'Aaron Fox went out in terms of being a playmaker, being a ball handler, um, being right. being a, a, a supporting point guard, I guess you could say. And, and he has really done that as well. So seems like Buddy has fallen in favor and is now being relegated to six-man duties. So Woo. we'll see, see how that works. That's interesting because he was like a big part of the, the DeMarcus Cousins trade. Yeah. They really pulled for him during that trade so he could be the man. So to have him coming off the bench after giving him, what, $90 million? Yeah. Woo. Uh, let, let's see what the deal is. Buddy Heal got – he got um, – right now he's only making, what, $2 million? Right, because that that deal was a contract extension, but he signed the deal for uh, four years, hundred and six. Hundred and six. Four years, hundred and six. Not ninety. My bad. One hundred and six. Yeah. All right. Four years, hundred and six. So he's getting four million this year, and then it's going up to. I gotta. I gotta look six. I'm not sure if I'm reading this right. Based, I'm on Sport Track right now. But anyway, yeah, four four. Year hundred and six million dollar deal, um for for Buddy Heald. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm. that's great. Yeah, awesome. something to think about. Something to think. Obviously, there's no rumors there, but just something something to think about. Something. something I'm trying to still Bogdanovich if anything, man. I would too. I would too. But that that's gonna come free agency because now, unless we're we're gonna try to give him a lot of assets, right? You gotta hope you you maybe you poison pill his deal and try to get him as oh absolutely free agent. absolutely. They already they already uh. They have to move somebody to keep him at, at this point, I would think. Yeah. To try to keep, um, if they're trying to keep the Aaron Fox and they already gave Buddy the, the money, how much money do they have for Bogdan? I don't think they'll have that much left. So there might be somebody to steal away in the summer. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see, or see maybe we just keep Dot and Dot just ends up killing it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe you just keep Dot. <laughs> maybe we just give Dot minutes. That's it, man. Uh, Jose from Tampa wants to talk trades. Jose, what are you thinking, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, bro. What's going on? Hey, uh, so listen, I mean, I was been thinking about like our our window to develop these players. Uh, more specifically, specifically, um, like RJ Barrett. We like we had three years before he. We have to make a decision whether you know we are. Uh, uh, well, we have to pay him because I think in four years he will he will be we will be looking at whether he takes his uh, qualifying offer or or, or he de- declines that and becomes free agent. Mm-hmm. But my point my point is that you know we have a window here to develop players before we might have to like commit to R.J. Barrett, uh, which is our, our is probably the, our future. I believe he is. Mm-hmm. But you know we need continuity in this in this team that we we, we I think we're lacking on point guard a point guard that can make this team function well so we can develop the players it will help a lot mm-hmm. to develop the players if we had a point guard now obviously you know there the easier said than done you know but there's a couple of guys that I have uh, that I've written down that I wanted to give your opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are guys that I think we could get them for maybe like 13, 14 million a year, which it will be a dent on the cap. 
but it would not prevent us from getting a, a big time in addition to that a, a, a good player okay. so guys like Gordon Dragic Jeff George I mean I'm sorry Jeff Teague yeah Teague just got traded to the uh, yeah. uh, he's off hello yeah we're here so you know guys like guys like these veterans that have been that, that can still give us a, a maybe three more years and can be mentor to, and you know, we can, we probably will end up drafting a point guard, but still, or, or we might not. We might we might lock out. I I, I like I like Edwards. Yeah, I think he's going to be a stud. But even if we if we get Edwards or if we get Cole Anthony, we will still benefit from having a, a good point guard. And these are guys that can knock knock down the shot, the outside shot. And another guy that I also uh, I'm interested, Eric Gordon. He is oh, cool. not a true point guard, but he's a great shooter. So yeah, you know, I mean, we yeah, we, we definitely need shooting. I appreciate the call. We definitely need the shooting. Uh, I think his point overall, JLS, was that we, you know we we got to be able to maximize uh, uh, you know RJ's time here and really build a proper yeah. team around him, right? Um, he has yeah. four years here. We definitely want him to stay for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the point is, as he said, RJ is one piece that we just got. Yeah, the whole team's not going to be made over in one year, so we have to continue to build complementary pieces around him. As shooters, as shooters. Uh, I think that that's a scoring uh, point guard. Um, I think definitely, need, obviously, you need to be spacing the floor if you're going to have RJ out there as one of your playmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragic, I don't see how he slips away from Miami the way they're running, but no, I don't know, see stranger things have happened. Eric Gordon, either. I don't see the Rockets uh, unless they just completely um, destroy and rebuild after this year, which is to- totally possible, right? Maybe they do destroy and rebuild and start selling. If Brody and the Beard can get Max Glenn, Max uh, Van Vliet. Oh, Fred Van Vliet? You want Van Vliet? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? You want Van Vliet? You guys want Van Vliet in the chat? What do you guys think? Max Van Vliet. Van Vliet's a good player, but I don't know. I saw somebody, I thought saw Jonathan Wasserman posing the question, like, if we want uh, Van Vliet on a max deal. Like, get out of here, man. You're on drugs. (laughs) Now you're on drugs. Like, I respect (laughs) your work, but. Nah, now you're just work. flat out yeah. bugging, you know. Exactly, because we need that money for Dotson. Yeah, we need that money for Dotson, man. We need that money for Dotson. <laughs> uh, in other news, Jay Ellis, it looks like the Knicks are getting a revamp and a makeover, man. Did you hear this? Uh, Bloomberg oh, yeah. is reporting that uh, the commissioner, Steve Stout, and his translation marketing group have been hired by the Knicks to give them a makeover, Jay Ellis. Oh, snap. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Does New that local? mean New Jerseys? Does yeah. that mean uh, uh, the black jerseys? Maybe the black jerseys. Yeah, black you orange. Know what I, mean? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but any... Court, court, court remaking? Court, court remaking? Oh, I hope not. Don't, don't, go, don't give us that corny uh, net stuff, man. Leave, ah. leave it how it is, Jay Ellis. Leave it how it is. You know, my take on it is this. Winning cures all, man. We need yeah. to win, plain and simple. All that other stuff is cool. Like I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't mind. You know, bring back some throwbacks. We the Knicks have had so many nice jerseys over the years. Like let let them rock. Bring those back. Bring back the '98 jerseys, the '97, '98 jerseys. Absolutely. You know. You know yeah, you know. What I think. I think. I think they should. They should uh, have our post game show 
be live on MSG. I think that would be a good look. <laughs> Next post came live, you know? Ooh. Commissioner, holla at your boys, man. We're holla in the book. Boy. Hey, Stout, man. Stout's forward thinking, man. Think forward over here. <laughs> yeah, that that's it, you know? So, so yeah, so they're going to be hired to, bring, to be brought on. It was interesting because the article says that um, they're interested in separating the Knicks brand from Dolan. And my thing, JL, is how do you do that from strictly marketing? To me, it's about winning. Yeah, how do you separate the Knicks? How do you separate Dolan from the Knicks if they're not winning any That's games? I don't see that. I don't see that because the two are tied at the hip until they win. When Knicks tape was running around with 54 wins, JLs in that 2012 season, what? when were we ever talking about Jim Dolan? Ever. He wasn't. That whole year. Well, yeah, exactly. You, exactly. Didn't, you didn't hear peep about him. Yeah, you know what? First things first, he has to stop uh, kicking fans out. <laughs> well, he, well, yeah, that could be part of it. That, that could be part of it, man. Uh, so, yeah, listen, it's interesting to see where they go with it. Um, people took umbrage with Steve Stout's quote where he said, he basically said, um, winning cures a lot of problems. He says, great marketing and exciting entertainment cure all problems. The brand has to be strong regardless of the final score. When people are hopeful that things are going to be better, it brings excitement. All of a sudden, that becomes the brand. Yeah. BS, BS, BS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't see, see two things. Number one, the Garden's going to sell out regardless. And the Garden has been selling out before Steve Stout got here. It's going to be selling out after he got here because it just is a thing to do. Going to the Nick game is a thing to do. They're always going to sell out and always going to be making money. Again, I don't see how they're going to bring uh, the disheartened fans back to the table just through some like cool marketing schemes or you know partnerships that they may have. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? not going to work at all. But at I the mean, end of the day, what else would you want him to say? He got the job. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to let him have it because if I got the job, I'll probably be shoveling this. Listen, <laughs> if, if, if they're cutting you the check to give him a, a makeover, of course that's what you're going to say. You Hell know yeah, what I mean? Man. They're paying you to do the job. So I, I can't take you know that much offense to his comment, but we just know that winning is going to be the ultimate cure. We know that as the I fans. can't believe he suggested that we should separate James Dolan from the Knicks. And they was like, all right, I'll hire you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's an interesting off. thing. It, yeah. it's an interesting thing, man. So we'll we'll see how that all plays out. What do you guys think in the chat about that? Leave us a comment, uh, in the chat and let us know your thoughts on it. All right. Um, final call of the night, JLS. Uh, wait a minute. Um, we just heard from this guy, JLS. His name is Sergio from New Jersey. He he's calling back. He's a he he two time Jack Sergio. What's going Drake, on, man? I, he's I, drinking it. What's I, happening? I, I, I thought Yo, you, I'm uh, I'm 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 for that smoke, bro. I'm for that smoke. <laughs> yo, you know, cats in the chat talking smack, bro. But yo, I want to clarify my position here, right? <laughs> the other day when Jay Ellis said to me, "Yo, Serge, you know you don't duck no smoke," right? I said, "I." I said what I said. I hung up. I went to go chill with my lady. The next day, I watched the show. And your man snuck through the back door at the end of the show and started and started mentioning my name. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 son! Like, what's up with that, bro? You know, what, you know, I, I, I call early. Like, yo, what's good? 
your, your man sneaks in the back door and then tries to throw jabs when he ch- he looked at the chat and he saw that I wasn't there. He saw the coach was clear. And he was like, all right. You know what I'm oh, saying? But let yeah. me clarify my position on my nephew. Okay. Right? <laughs> I'm not a follower. When the followers say he's trash, I know he's not trash. I'm going to say he ain't trash. You know what I'm saying? When I say he's going to be a star player, did I say he's going to be Jordan or number one option? I never said that. You know what I'm saying? Is Julius a number two or number three option on a really good team? I believe he's that. And I believe the number two or three option on a team is a star player. Am I right or wrong? Right or wrong? The second or third player on a, on a good team, it, it should be a star player. Am I right? You would, you would hope so. You know what, I'm saying? Yeah. what I don't understand is, what I don't understand is, you know, I'm told, I'm told that yo, the stats don't lie, and all I'm saying is, every month that's gone by, the stats have gone up, and he's gotten better. Of course, he makes mistakes. He's not a number one option. Okay. We all know that when the double team comes, he's gonna turn it over. This is something we all know, bro. <laughs> but everybody that's gonna say, yo, he's trash. For $18 million a year to say that this guy is trash, I'm always going to stand against it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I don't know how, you know, he's got the KO and all that nonsense. Dude, it's nonsense, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying Michael Jordan. I'm not saying he's Michael Jordan. I'm saying he's not trash. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be a really good player when he figures it out. You know, and I got the rest of the season to back when he, at the end of the season, when he's asking 20 and 10, you know what I'm saying? Right or wrong, you'll see. Have have there been plenty of moments this year where he has dominated? I wouldn't say plenty of moments, but he's he's, he's, he's had some games. He's had some games, sir. We're going to cut the call from there, man. Appreciate the call, Serge. Appreciate the call. I mean, tonight wasn't on Randall, JLs. I'm I'm not going to put it all on Randall tonight. No, it wasn't all on Randall. It was was a... Team scheme thing, three point. Th- it was it was a bunch of things, man. Yeah, Randall had a bunch a, of things. It was a bunch had of a, things. Had a decent game. Yeah, and turnover the end hurt us. Yeah, a, a, lot, I, a lot of the end hurt us. It wasn't just a turnover. That yeah. turnover plus Bobby, Bobby Portis plus Dotson, even Siakam open with Marcus. It was a bunch of things. Listen, right, Raptors just took it. We just could not close the door. And seize that momentum and give credit, man. These are the world champs. Give him credit. I think Serge is cold. He really wants to smoke with Ari. I, I think Ari's gonna listen to this on the replay. He's gonna DM me on Instagram. He's gonna be pissed. <laughs> and then the next, not Sunday, because I'm gonna be at the garden, but the game after that, I think That's Battle of the Fans down. round three yeah. might go down. So yeah, if you're watching down. out there, you may want to tune in for that because it's, I think it's happening. I, I, we have no choice oh, but, but to man. give the people what they want. And uh, and just let let this thing you know get hashed out once and for all, Jails. Oh man, yeah, yeah, Michael Parker. If you haven't noticed the big yellow super chats, he says bring in the ball brothers. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> now, but yeah, that was another thing. Lavar saying, uh, what do he say? Bring Mark Jackson in with Lamelo, Lonzo, and Leangelo to the yep. garden. All together now. You know oh what? man, kill me, kill uh. me, kill me. Man. <laughs> You're not ready? Nah, I'm not ready for that, Jails. Oh, my, my, my pacemaker's already worn out from Alfred Payton. <laughs> Payton between Payton, oh. Randall, Portis. I need a new pacemaker, Jails. I gotta, no. I gotta tune mine up, man. Oh man. You gotta talk about now the Ball Brothers and nah, man, that'll be a nightmare. Bro. Nightmare, nightmare. Bro. Can't miss TV, that's for sure. Can't oh, miss. You think? Oh man, we have something to talk about every night. Nice yeah, what? yeah. I'm telling you. Win or lose. Nice, bro. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, man. All right, man. Oh, man. All right. So, yo, shout out to everybody who's watching. Watch tonight with your boy. Uh, 
CPNJLS. Uh, definitely check out the latest episode of the Nigga Time Show on YouTube right now. Give that a listen. Uh, if you have not known, you can also check the newest episodes of the Nigga Time Show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And also, you can check out the nickatimeshow.com for Nigga Time merch. Just like this nigga, my, my mentality shit right here. Or oh, hold up. RJT I got on right now. Cop nice. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cop that on the on the on the nickatimeshow.com as well. And also check out the blogs there as well if you want to too. Follow me on social media. You see a little little card in the corner. The KOT show on Twitter. The Nick Time Show on Instagram. And on Facebook. That is all. Back to you, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, JLs. And uh salute to everybody who's watching us, man. Knicks lose a tough one. Once again, 118 to 112. Hey, it was a hard fought effort. Just couldn't couldn't take that game in the end when it was there to be taken. But give credit where credit is due. The world champs came in and, and they did what they had to do. Uh remember this show's available in audio podcast format, Spotify, iTunes. Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher, all on the Knicks Fan TV. The links will be in the description. The conversation is always happening even after the show. We have a private Twitter DM group. We have a Discord chat. The links are in the video description. To get in on the Twitter group, just share this video on Twitter with the hashtag PostGameNYK, and we'll throw you into our private DM group. The Discord link is in the video description as well, and the mods will put that in there as well. Please continue to support us with your super chats, purchase merchandise, uh, anything that you can do to support us will be greatly appreciated. And like I said, one of the biggest ways to do so is uh, subscribe to the channel. It's free to do so. Hit that notification bell. Hit that thumbs up as soon as you get in or before you leave. Hit that thumbs mm-hmm. up for your boys and sharing these videos. Those three things will help us get to the next level. And uh, like I said, you do you, your part. We'll do our part. And uh, yeah, man. Salute to everybody that was in here. We got uh, May Fourth. All the mods appreciate the help. Dave, TM, everybody. Um, Pranav, thanks for coming through. Apple fanboy, thanks for coming through. Pal, peace to pal out there on the West Coast. What's going on, Mister right. Chuck? What's going on, uh, JL? So you want to shout out, man? Yeah, Pocket Rockets, Ricardo Custer, RT Alexander, Craig Williams, Enzo nine five four, Steve Rodriguez. That hit threes. I see you. I see you though. And yeah, everybody else who came in. Yes, I was sir. calling, even because I was just like, I was calling. Michael Parker, shout out to you for Super Chats as well. And Hinton Murphy. Yes, sir. Salute to everybody. Um, Somebody asked about Ivan Robb. Yeah, he was waived, but then they brought him back for Westchester. So Ivan Robb is back for the team. I wouldn't expect much uh, going on there, but yeah, that is it. So yeah, see you guys Sunday live from MSG, Knicks versus Nets. See you guys there at the Garden or on the live stream. Peace. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website 
are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.